You are now listening to The Jason D'Amico Show. Greetings, folks. Welcome back to The Jason D'Amico Show. So happy to have you with us uh, once again. Shout out to Simplecast for their great distribution to Spotify, iHeartRadio, and all those other great platforms. Um, and of course, YouTube as well. And I am so looking forward to today's guest. Um, she is a certified Enneagram life coach, YouTuber, Etsy shop owner, and the creator of the Enneagram and coaching. And her goal is to help everyone develop clarity, compassion, and grace for themselves and the people in their lives. And I know I need more than that. I, I need more of that. And many other people <laughs> probably need more of that in the world. So please welcome to the show. My new good friend, Hillary McCaskey. <laughs> Thanks, Jason. I appreciate you having me on. This is an honor. And I'm so excited to see where this is going to go today, where God's going to take it yeah. and, you know, go from there. Well, and, and to give folks a little bit of a uh, background on how we kind of, um, uh, obviously, I sent you an email because I really loved your content and how I found out about your content was through, um, YouTube. And I, I just, I, I had a sinus infection and was really not doing well, uh, middle of December. Um, and you know, was just kind of binging the internet. And, and a matter of fact, when I was out in Arizona, um, for a couple of things, business wise and seeing a friend of mine, uh, ran into a couple of Enneagram books at five below. So oh my goodness. the crazy thing is, I don't know if we actually would have met if I wasn't in Arizona reading those books on the plane. And then it inspired me to just learn more on the internet, you know? So, um, That's for amazing. me, it was a, it, your, the, the books were great, but mm -hmm. just having someone who's so knowledgeable and certified in it, and I mean, it was already like my mail was getting read when I was reading the book. And then when I saw your videos, it's just like, okay, this is as great as Myers-Briggs is. It's great. Right. This just hit a whole other level because I really feel like it's, it's, it's even more, it's way more practical, you know, mm -hmm. with mm -hmm. finding what you need to work on. And right. uh, anyway, it's just been an incredible journey just for me personally in the last month um, through the books and through your, your videos. And I, I had to get you on the show. I know there's a lot of, you know, artists and producers and entertainment folks that primarily tune into this podcast, but I just, I'm a big believer in cross pollinization. You're an expert mm -hmm. in what you do and God knows, especially after the last two years, um, I, I think this is just going to be a great, time to celebrate what you do and, and, and dive more into that. Yeah. I love that. I love how it, it's like, it wasn't not, it was, it, it was such a divine moment. It sounds like, yeah, you know, that you would be in Arizona, you would find those books, you would read them. You would find my channel. What do I do? I teach the Enneagram in the simplest way possible because the Enneagram is so deep, right? Yeah. It goes so many places. Yeah. But my goal is if we can get people to understand their own motivations like change can happen. All of a sudden, if we can get people to go, oh, I have a little bit more self-awareness now of why I'm doing what I'm doing. Like, I just feel like then we can get on a growth path. We can start to change and just let go of some, some of the unhealthy patterns that we would have picked up that we might be coping with 
And um, you kind of hit on the Myers-Briggs a little bit. That one is all about the law of behavior. Enneagram, law of motivation. What's motivating yeah. us, right? And the reason why I really feel like the Lord um, brought the Enneagram into my life is because the Enneagram deals with sin and it deals with like some of the shadow side of things. And it's like, oh, this one makes me uncomfortable. Everything else, it's like you get in this box, you know, and you're, or, and you start to learn about yourself and you're like, oh, I love that about myself or whatever. But the Enneagram can be a little more uncomfortable and like, oh, oh, yeah. it's great. There's great parts to it, you know, but there's also parts that I, I just feel like the Lord um, allows us to use it as a tool. Uh, for growth. Cause uh, it shows us some of the stuff that we're unaware of. Now, is it me personally, or I've noticed that because I, I never even heard, I may have heard of this once, right? but in the right. last year or two, three years, it's just popping up all over the place. And I, I, even when I got the books in Arizona in December, I still didn't know what it was. It was like subconsciously it might've kicked off a light bulb. Like, Oh, you know? Oh yeah. I think I've heard of this before. Whatever. Let me buy it's 10 bucks. Let me buy the book. Yeah. But now, and especially theologically speaking, I'm seeing uh, so many folks like yourself that are certified in it. I mean, pastors are doing whole nine week sermons yep. on this doing yep. each type. And it's like, yep. Whoa, you know, this, there's something yeah. going on here. Is that, is yeah. that, is that true is, or has this been around for a while? Both. Okay. So it's been around for thousands of years. And wow. Wow. the thing is um, not to get into the history of it, because a lot of people love to discuss the history of it. That's not my thing. I really believe God uses it as a tool, but it really picked up kind of in the 1950s, I believe here um, in the United States, but the whole world is really studying it. When I first I'll, I'll let you know a uh, little bit about myself and how I found it and how God used it. Sure. I found it around 10 years ago. It wasn't popular. I didn't see books everywhere. I hadn't really heard about it. Um, there was definitely pockets of people that knew all about it, but I had never heard of it. And so my church, weirdly enough, I lived in Alaska. <laughs> I was going through a really hard season. I feel wow. like God had used Alaska to go, Hillary, we got to, we got to prune some things in your life. I'm going to move, I'm going to move you to the most beautiful place in the world. And we're going to deal with the ugliness that is in there that you had no idea about. Right. And so I'm in Alaska and my husband's job is the one that moved us there. I'm in the hardest, most rock bottom place that I've been in a long time. Our church hires an Enneagram coach, never heard of him. Um, through circumstance, I don't work for the church through circumstance. I ended up meeting him and he asked me, Hey, do you, cause they had brought him in to teach the Enneagram just to the staff. I'm not on staff. Right. God, not circumstance. God ends up going, you know, this divine appointment. I'm like, Oh, sure. I guess type me, whatever. Don't care. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, you know, I take this test and for me, um, I don't think tests are always a hundred percent accurate. I think they're 50 to 70%. It depends on your self-awareness, but for me, my type came right up and then he walked me through it and it was a great moment and a low moment because it uncovered so much that it's like, Oh, I, I didn't know that, but I did know that. And I never, I couldn't put my finger on it, but all of a sudden it's like, Hillary, you're a type nine, you're a peacemaker, but you keep peace no matter what. Mm -hmm. There's great things about peacemakers, but if you're going to keep peace, even if you settle for false peace, that's not okay. And so God began to use the Enneagram in my life to really um, wake up and to realize like 
the the coping mechanisms I had, the the people I was going to versus God, just all these things, right? And so I spent a few years just studying it on my own. And then, um, I don't know, five or six years ago or seven years ago, maybe, I became a certified life coach. And so the cool thing with this is that was my calling all along. Like I knew I am called to help people. That is like, it's, I'm a mediator. I'm a peacemaker. I want to help you and you love each other. You know, this whole thing, right? Yeah. I, I got certified in life coaching, but I felt like something was missing. I was like, this is not all that I thought it was. And that's when I realized, well, what helped me move forward in life? Well, this typing tool, this Enneagram typing tool. Okay, fine. I'll get certified in that too. Married them. We get, that's how we get Enneagram and coaching, right? So I'm like, okay, let's bring them together. And now I see people go, okay, we can, we can kind of uncover their personality and what's motivating them, what they're struggling with a lot faster and move forward. And so for me, it was, you know, life coach, Enneagram coach. And from there, um, just helping other people, you know, grow and move forward in life with it. So, yeah. So to answer your question, yeah, it's been around, but you are spot on. It just got mainstream in the last few years. Like people caught on to it and started picking it up. I think it's because Ian Morgan Cron's book, the road back to you got really popular a couple of years ago. And then you saw it everywhere. So it's like, it's like everybody just found it, but it's been around a while. Sure. And, and, uh, regarding the history, I know you want, you don't want to get too much into it. I'm curious, do you know where the origin of it came from? Cause I, I don't, I don't, I haven't even looked at it. There's no single origin that okay. we know of. Um, they're saying thousand years ago, you know, uh, like I forget, like it's a bunch of different types of people had been studying it in my not from what I know, but here's two things about that, because this always comes up. (laughs) And actually I fought, I really fought not wanting to do the Enneagram because it can be so controversial. Um, especially some Christians might be like, Oh, that's a bad, that comes from a bad place. We don't know. All I'm going to say is that we have taken a very ancient typology system and modernized it and studied it. And brought it into our lives. And I just think the Lord uses it as a tool. But the one thing I want to say is there's a book called should Christians use the Enneagram and it covers everything. So (laughs) I knew that this question would come up. It always does if it's a, you know, that kind of thing. And so, um, I would, I would recommend Amy Wick's book should Christians use the Enneagram. If anybody's wondering, you know, the complete history, cause we really don't know it, but Definitely. There's some things in there that will help. Well, and I mean, the other thing also, I'll, I'll just throw this out there. She'll probably get a couple of crazy stray comments. I mean, the Bible itself is 66 books over however many thousands of years written by different authors and strung together. And then you have the word of God. So there's that. I mean, I'll just let that sit. You know what I mean? Like, I don't really need to explain it. It is what it is. And it's like, you either believe it or you don't. Yeah. Yeah. And then you don't even need it to have an encounter with God. So it's like, no, it's just, you know what I mean? It's yeah. It's not the Bible. It's not, it's a tool. It's literally a tool that we can use to grow closer to God. If the, here's a deal. If it's not, it's not you. Like, I don't, I don't care. It's like, but, God definitely is 
I think he's using this tool because why is this the only one that people are like, hmm, where did that come from? We don't ask about Brit or Myers-Briggs. We don't ask about DISC. We don't, have, you know, all these other ones. This is the only one that deals with sin. This is the only one that deals with yeah. uh, hidden sin. And so I'm like, this one's the hard one for people to go, oh, you know, like this one goes deep. So yeah, I don't know. It, it's definitely, I like your, exactly what you just said. I think that makes the most sense. Well, it's really interesting to me. And uh, let me, before we move on in, into actually getting into some real content with it, did you have any influences or inspirations perhaps before the Enneagram? Like you, 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 you kind of have this, you know, type nine before you knew you were a type nine. I like helping people. I like what were, was there anybody that really inspired you to start going down that journey of coaching before the Alaska incident? Oh, interesting. Um, Any trends like that, you know, in middle school, high school, maybe there was a teacher, maybe there was, I don't know, somebody. I would say, <laughs> I, I don't know that anybody, any person inspired me um, in that regard. I think I've just, always had this, um, wanting everybody to get along, yeah. wanting people to understand each other. How can I do that? And I'll, I will say a little of my history is I, I kind of had a, a childhood that there's drugs and alcohol and abuse in it, um, surrounding me. And so I've always felt like I just want to help people. I just want people to understand each other. And one of the reasons why I went this way was I, I'm just a believer of moving forward. I'm just a believer of going, okay, coaching. Okay. Where are we going? What right. could we be doing? How can we, you know, it's probably because I go towards a three in health. Right. And so I'm like, okay, guys, we got to move forward here. <laughs> we, we can deal with the past. I, you know, I recommend people go to therapy before me, if you need it, because I am going to move you forward. So I, I guess to answer your question, I can't think of any person other than really the Holy spirit just leading me yeah. and going, this is what you're meant to do. And me always knowing it, but not really having the courage to step into it until, um, truthfully my mom died mm. and my mom died when I was about 35 and she died at 55. So she was young and you know, it was cancer. And I, in that moment, I really, really found myself waking up going, okay, she, to me, she died with so many dreams. She died not doing everything she'd wanted to do. And I'm like, oh, well, I don't want to do that. What am I really, it, it helped me just step into my calling and move forward, you know? Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Um, I, I like asking people that question because you never know where, if there was one, there, there seems to be one or a couple of incidences or just experiences that happen that kind of you know, percolate something. Uh, let, let's get into the Enneagram. I, you know, we can use me kind of as a guinea pig. Uh, Love it. It, it seems like there's a lot of, I, I feel like it hits hard for the three. I, it hit me, smacked me right in the face and it still is. And it's, I don't know if I was ready for it, but I, but I am because I'm realizing just how, vital it is um not to over dramatize it but it's it's like whoa you got to slow down you've got to you've got to examine this 
because there were so many motivating drivers in my life that on a subconscious level were kicking so hard and I was just repressing them. Mm -hmm. And it's a, it's a blessing and a curse because as an achiever, you know, the type, and they have different names, which I think is also kind of interesting because some books, they say it's the achiever, the others, they say it's, I don't even know what they say, but I've, I've noticed that there's different namings per type. Mm -hmm. You probably are more knowledgeable on that than I am. Um, but yeah, let's talk about it. I mean, what, you know, first off, what, what do you think is the biggest trend when people come to you? What, like, what is that trend that you just see from everybody, even beyond types? It's like, what is that, you know, on that first call or that first discovery call, or when you really start diving in with somebody, mm-hmm. what, what, what's like that common sentence or that phrase of just curious to hear from you? Like when, when they really find when it hits for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say when people hire me, it's usually because they're like, I didn't know this about myself. I didn't understand what was actually motivating me. It's about motivations. It's about people going, Oh my gosh, my fear, my desire, my weakness, that longing, the, you know, what the Enneagram is all about, right? The why behind what you do. And so I would say the common theme is people waking up going, I didn't know that was my why, or that why makes me very uncomfortable. Yeah. I have a, I have some people who hire me wanting me to talk them out of what they know of, you know, so like today I had a client this morning, he's a type three. I literally think he hired me to tell him he wasn't a three. I think he just needed me to, but he was, <laughs> there was right. nothing I could do, right. you know, other than take him through the, the process and, and get him to see like, Hey, being a three, you're called to be that type. Right. And it's like, we only say three, we only say achiever just to, so everyone knows what we're talking about. They don't mean anything, you know? And I would say, so the common theme is sometimes for people to say, this is what I think I am, but tell me I'm not. (laughs) And I'm like, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm a peacemaker, but I absolutely, I absolutely want you to know the truth too. So we'll work through it. Or people are like, um, you know, just wanting to walk through, and be heard. I, I actually think the number one thing is people just want to be heard and listened to, and yeah. they need somebody to hold space for them so they can yeah. process this. And somebody that's like, okay, you, I don't even have to um, unpack who I am. You know, I'm a three. Okay. That's enough. Now I could just, you know, kind of dive into all this stuff. And I already know some backstory because I understand right. what's the core fear of the three failure, Yeah, you know, failing to appear successful, being exposed, being inefficient, like these fears of the three right away, I can understand probably things you've went through in your life just because of this tool. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, How much, and how much do you think this plays into like when, when we talk about subconscious and there there's been the unconscious, the subconscious, the conscious, and we've, um, Who's that? Who's that psychiatrist, uh, psychiatrist, psychologist? Um, uh, I can't remember his name. Just totally flew out of my mind. I'll have to Google it. Um, <laughs> but he, he really, of oh, f- uh, f- starts with an F Freud. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it, we didn't really see much of this until he kind of came into the forefront and 
I've talked with a lot of psychologists about it. Um, they, you know, they're either in the Freud camp or they're not in the Freud camp. Undeniably, though, I will say there are so many times in my life where now I've realized that I actually knew why I was doing something, but I chose to ignore it. That, in my opinion, that's kind of like the the meat and potatoes of what the subconscious is. I don't, would you agree with that? Mm-hmm. 100%. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you're aware yet you're not stopping to think about what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Especially a three. Right. You're so busy, right? You're keeping right. yourself so busy that you don't have to deal with how you're feeling. That's not something a three wants to think about. They want to, they want to think about, well, what am I doing? Where am I going? How am I doing it? Yeah. You know, yeah. and the feeling part, it's like, but I love that you, how you just put it of like, I knew, I knew I was doing it. But I didn't, I didn't want to even think about it. I love that. Right. That's growth to me. That's self-awareness to me. That you can even admit that is extremely healthy in my opinion. Well, thanks. Um, mm-hmm. I got a long way to go with it. And I, I, I feel like this is helping somewhat. Um, I, I, I will. I, I'm kind of putting myself in a vulnerable guinea pig spot here. And I'm okay with mm-hmm. it because I really, mm-hmm. like, I really believe in this thing. To, yeah. to a certain degree, there's a lot to, there's a lot to unpack. Um, let's talk about the wings real quick. It yeah. can get a little complicated, right? Cause if there's nine regular categories, there's, I guess, would that be 18 different, 18 different, uh, yeah. Combos because combinations. Of the wings. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, I guess for me, for example, from look, looking at the books, looking at, uh, some of your videos, I identify more with the four, mm-hmm. the, the W wing or three wing four. Yep. Um, so I guess that's the artist. Uh, mm-hmm. I, that would be the artist. Mm-hmm. I identify also, also known as the professional. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I identify with the two, but not quite as much. I can definitely, mm-hmm. like I've had moments where it's like, Oh yeah. Like that makes sense. I think socially yeah. speaking, like, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I think I would sway more towards the four. Um, so yeah, let's talk about that for a second. Like the wings, how, how do you determine, like maybe there's somebody watching or listening, they've taken it, they're trying to figure out the wing. Yeah. What are just like a couple of like key things in your opinion on how to, how to do that? To figure it out. So amazing. I literally just, put a video out today on this exact thing. Um, So I'm like fresh in my mind. I just shot this video. (laughs) Um, But for you, we're trying to decide between the three wing four and the three wing two, right? And that three wing two, charming, likable, adaptable, engaging, confident, things I do see in you. um, But maybe we see more on the stage. I'm wondering, you know, just knowing the little that I know about you, um, the two does enjoy the spotlight, but then the four, not as much. The four is like, hmm, I'm more about, you know, work status and professionalism. And, um, you know, the four could be a little bit more afraid of failing. And so the three wing two, you're going to kind of feel them when they walk in a room, you know, they're called the star They're, you know, they do, they, they thrive in the spotlight, but the four is a little bit more quiet and private and like, Hmm. I want to achieve my recognition through my work, maybe not my, you know, persona, but through my work and through what I'm doing and through my craft and through my art and different things like that. And so I would say 
My best advice is to look at um, both wings and you get to decide. There, there are tests out there that will tell you they're not always that accurate though. For me, I'm like, you know, as I'm saying those key words, which one are you seeing more in your life? And you can see both. I have but what seen we're trying- both. <laughs> You're right, right. And so I think <laughs> a lot of times, <laughs> yeah. And I'm thinking like, cause even when you sent me that video, like that was very charming. That was very likable. That was very <laughs> freewing too, right? But I bet you when you're in your, just in your office on your own, I bet you you're more of a three wing four. You're probably a little bit more like in the zone professional getting things done. So I can see both in you, but right. what we're trying to figure out is like, which one do you mostly lean on? And then which one do you use just every once in a while? And that's going to really determine what your main wing is. Well, you know, it's funny that you say that because I think to a certain degree, I, this this, I feel like this is actually deeper than what I, th- I feel like I'm like about to have a breakthrough or something here that I'm going to be thinking about for weeks. But in a way, you know, I grew up on stage and in, in theater and, you know, television film. Um, That's a whole other story on how that happened. But I always wanted to make sure that I was actually legit. So, and it mm-hmm. still bleeds into mm-hmm. today in my later twenties mm-hmm. now, like, are you the real deal? You know, mm-hmm. can you deliver? Even if it's, even if you're still trying to figure out who you are through the process, like, is it still good? Uh-huh. But the problem is, is that especially from again, an authenticity standpoint, it can kind of self sab Now what I'm seeing is it can kind of self-sabotage because you're so focused on the legitimacy of what you're doing and you're, you're doing all these different things where you can kind of like, you lose yourself. It's like, well, what are you? Mm-hmm. Are you an artist? Are you an mm-hmm. actor? Are you a producer? Well, okay. Well, you're a lot of these things. Mm-hmm. Are mm-hmm. you, you know, what are you and what do you do best? And, but then because you're so focused on the achievement aspect, well, I should do this because, well, it'll help me get to here and then get, that's just the way that I've always seen things, you know? Um, but I've always been one of those people. Yeah, of course I love the spotlight. Sure. I mean, who wouldn't be in the entertainment industry, right? Uh-huh. At the same time though, it's like, okay, well, am I worthy to be here? Am I deserving to be here? And if I'm going to be here, I'm going to da- like, I'm going to, I'm going to be it, mm-hmm. you know, and the definition of it could be whatever it is. Um, and then the, the, another conflicting pattern with that is, you know, what degree do you go to, uh, culturally or socially versus spiritually? And that's always been a huge conflict for me because it's like, okay, well, so-and-so is doing this and they're, and they're able to do that. So if I do that, then, you know, it's like the logical processing. But then the other side of it is, well, you know, what does God have to say? <laughs> it's like a whole other realm. Yeah. And then, and, and, and then things can get kind of hairy there because he just doesn't, I mean, he cares about the achievement, but at the same time, it's more about the relationship 
or it's all yeah. about the relationship with him. So yeah. I, uh, that's yeah. been, that's been a thing. And now at least I'm aware of it at least more so now mm-hmm. than I was. And I look back mm-hmm. on my life and I think about all the things that I, I tried to do. I mean, I'd like, I'd like try to talk with different accents. I try to like, whatever, I mean, whatever it would take, you know, you see somebody who's just got this thing about him, charisma, whatever. And well, they like him. Let me adapt some of those personalities. And I always regarded myself as somewhat of a chameleon in a way. Um, It can be a strength as an actor for sure. But Mm -hmm. the question is, well, who are you? (laughs) Like, who are Mm -hmm. you? You know, so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You hit on the core weakness of the three, which is deceit. And it doesn't mean threes are liars. What it means is threes can deceive themselves into believing they're only the image they present. And so sadly, I think the three can't just trust that they are enough, that that they're loved and valued just simply for being them. Yeah, that's still still hearing it. It's like it just feels foreign. And I had and I've got to interject for a second and I'll 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 keep this brief because I have so much respect, um, for this person. I was, I was dating, um, a a wonderful girl, uh, for about a year, year and a half. And God, she just kept showing up like that. I mean, just the most beautiful things, you know, I mean, this is your story. You're worthy. Like all these things she was pouring into my life. And it was like, whoa, you know, it was just, it, it just didn't compute. Mm-hmm. And it's something where, you know, um, we were just in different places in life. And, and I, I had to, um, I had to part ways at, at that point. Um, but, but it really has stuck with me because it's like, man, it was just, it, it just really, it really hit me in a way where it was like, man, I just haven't, I got to do some work. <laughs> I got I got to do some work with this because there's that's real. Like that's yeah. that's real and it and it kind of freaked me out. Because yeah. it's like, well, oh, I'm not ready for that. Uh-huh. No, I'm not I'm not, I'm not ready for that. I'm uh no. I I I have things I need to do. You know, yep. and yep. nobody nobody can just love me that deeply be, for right. you know what I mean? So it's right. It's deep. Yeah. It's just yeah. it's very deep. But you know why? It was hard for you more than likely because you don't feel that way about yourself. And so a lot of times the three is extremely negative and harsh on themselves. And so to actually believe what somebody's telling you can be hard because if you don't believe it yourself, you you know, it's and then you can run from that. And it sounds like Maybe it was like, oh, that's too much feeling. That's too much, whatever. Or sometimes the three can go, oh, all of this is going to get in the way of where I'm trying to go in life. And so I've got to get there first and then we can do that. I just got sniped, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) You saw it right here. You probably didn't see the reaction because the way Zoom edits, because it won't show my facial reaction until I start talking, but I just... Basically, I just got sniped. Uh, wow. Yeah. 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 I get it. I get it. Yeah. And going back to what you said, 
you've been on this path and sometimes you're like, okay, but what's God path? What's God's path versus my path? And where's he at versus what I want and going back and forth. Um, I wonder if some doors have closed in your life because God's like, actually it's about your why it's about your motivation. It's about your heart, you know? And it's like, you're the three sometimes could be like, well, I don't understand. I, this is the best path forward. And God's going, actually, it's not, you know? <laughs> and so it feels like unfair because of all the hard work that's been done, but truthfully, sometimes the three is saved from themselves. And so like a lot of those things are probably playing out. Mm, yeah. Well, one, yes, I, I feel like I'm just on the surface. Like it's getting scratched that surface. And I, 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 that totally resonates. I feel like it needs to resonate more because it's, that's another thing is like, it takes time, which, you know, I want it done. Let's get it done. But the, but I mean, physiologically speaking and emotionally, and I mean, traumatically, like these things take time. And there were traumas that I dealt with when I was younger that, um, I, they didn't, they didn't even hit until teen years or or early twenties. And then you realize that traumas compound on traumas. And then you're creating your own traumas trying to uh, what, I mean, as I guess, as, as my type trying to not let a crisis go to waste, especially as the artist. It's like, well, man, if it's going to be heartbreak, mm-hmm. it's going to hurt. And I'm going to yep. get a song out of it. Right. You know, yep. and, and it's like, it's, be worth it's, it. it's it better. I don't care what it is. If I have to go to the ends of the earth, yep. it better be worth it. And I'm going right. to, as long, as long as people know, yep. as long as you know that I was there and I got through it, then that's it's it's worth more than gold. Right. These, and I mean, it's kind of like weird. It's it's almost it's liberating though to say this, like literally mm-hmm. on on this podcast to say this because I think, uh, you know, just take the basic scripture of I guess who the sun sets free is free indeed. That can mean a universe of things for anybody, but I guess yeah. it comes to the point where until you can admit it, until you can laugh at it, until you can do whatever you need to do to be in alignment with whatever that energy is that he's called you to like, once the cat's out of the bag, yeah, you've got to let the cat be out of the bag with it. And just, ex- and then, then we get into self-acceptance, I guess, which is that mm-hmm. again, it just takes mm-hmm. time. Yeah. You actually hit on the exact word I was going to say. What I really believe God wants is us to have freedom from ourselves from all our own coping mechanisms, all our own beliefs, all of this stuff that either we put on ourselves or the world put on us, our childhood, just our environment, right? There's so much there. And I think God does desire us to have full freedom and freedom to be who we are, good, bad, and ugly. And so for you, it's just acknowledging, yeah, that's my core weakness. That's my core desire. That's my core fear. Yep. It's okay that that's what mine are. It's okay. You know, and that core weakness that we hit on briefly, um, that's something that a three, we all have our own. Unfortunately, mine's sloth. We won't go there, but like that's an ugly <laughs> one, <laughs> right? But for the three, it's the deceit, right? But it's, it's just them believing that image that they're putting on because they don't think they're good enough. 
So if I'm like you, then I'm good enough. Or I'm like you. And God literally the whole time's like, but I made you this way. Don't look left. Don't look right. Look right forward because who I made you to be is who you're going to be the most successful, which is a key word for a three. Mm -hmm. You want to be successful, right? The only way to true success for a three is to really be who they are. And yeah, not everybody's going to accept that. You know, we have a, a world full of different personalities, but when you're just walking in that truth and that freedom of who you really are and just letting go, um, that wrestle that it will come, right. There'll be days where you're like, dang it. I put it back on, yeah. take it back off. It's just yeah. a wrestle. It's something where the enemy's like, Hey, trying to get us to go down that path. We could say no, but it's a daily thing where we have to lay it down. You know, we don't know, um, you know how the Bible talks about the thorn in the side. Well, what's the thorn? Maybe that's the thorn for the three, right? Maybe that's it. We don't know. They never say in the Bible what it is because I believe God's like, Hey, I want the thorn to be, you know, whatever that thorn is, that's what you're going to come to me for. And I think for the three, it's always going like, okay, God, who do you say I am? you know, and he does want success. Like he gave us that he gave us these, these desires. He made us this way. You just have this, this lens of the type three that you happen to see the world through. Um, and so I think once the three could really gain that freedom of like, you know what, there will be people. And it sounds like you've already met some that simply love you for being you. And then you get to decide and say, you know what, that is enough. So what do you, what do you do then? Like you get to the place of, and, and of course this is applicable to any type. When, when you get to this place, uh, for example, for me, right. Obviously slowing down, you got to slow down in a way. And, and I've had this, I've had this thought before where it's like, well, you know, maybe I just need to go to Montana or something, maybe Alaska, right. Right. No right. guitars, no technology, no anything, and just walk around for three weeks, four weeks, because well, you take everything out of it and you take yourself out of your out of your complete uh environments. And I say environments because just going to another state where you know people, I don't know if that's helpful. It's like you and what do you call it? A reset or something? I'm not saying that's a solution, but maybe as the type three. It's like, okay, well, then I just need to disregard everything because it's process of elimination. Well, if I, if I need to really get back to the core of what it is, mm-hmm. almost you have to take it all away for a season or something like that. I don't know if it needs to be that drastic, but is there merit there? What are your thoughts on, on, on how do you move forward once you have all this information? I have a question. Sure. Um, Obviously we've just met. I was able to research a little bit and actually you seem very familiar to me. Um, but has God taken away before? Oh yeah. So you've already done this, right? So those are the exactly what you're just saying. You're like, do I need to do it? Wow. I bet you God's already done it before. And I bet you grew from that. Oh, I mean that the it's that's a what wow, what a question because <sighs> wow. Because when he took it away, I feel like I lost a lot of time. Mm-hmm. So now 
it leaves all this room to go, okay, well, it was great that you took this away because it really brought me close to you in ways that are phenomenal, like Mm -hmm. supernatural manifestations, healings, all these things. But my agenda kind of got knocked back and now I got to work on, you know, I mean, we lost some Mm -hmm. time here. Right. Right. So, yeah. You're like, but you know, what's really cool is the fact that you're asking me, well, do I need to let it all go? That's growth that you're even, even in your own mind going, I would let it all go. That's huge. It's scary. You're like, it's, it's scary, scary but, but yeah. I bet you before all that, you know, whatever you've walked through, you would have not even thought to do that. That the fact that you're like, you know, do I need to go to Alaska and just find some time with God? That's amazing to me that you're like, okay, that would not be efficient. <laughs> that would actually waste a lot of time, but it wouldn't because what right. you're searching for now is true, authentic relationship with Christ, with yourself, with whatever you're doing in your life. Maybe it's, you know, um, as an artist and a creator and the podcast, everything that you have going on to me, it sounds like you're willing to lay things down in order to grow in order to be authentically who God has made you to be. So you might not have to give it all up because you're willing to give it all up. So there's a difference there. So Mm. when we walk in our life, willing to go, okay, God, I would give it up. I would give this up for you. I don't, it's just a difference than God going, oh man. Yeah. I do know that time in life where he took it all away because you weren't, you weren't in that part of your life where you even knew it needed to be let go in order to grow. So I don't know. Does that kind of answer your question on growing? It does. Yeah, it does. And it, and like I said, I mean, this, I feel like this, this is going to spiral out to weeks and weeks of really good, um, uh, rudimentary type of marination you know just Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. chewing on this thing and then i mean the other the other way i could look at it is again for me personally well so that all happened and and even then i just i've i can see back over the last 10 12 years of just there were times i was really physically ill crazy and it was like all right well as long as there's a story i'm good you yeah. know, as long as yep. like this thing, as long as there's meaning to this, yeah. all right, cool. Like, I mean, whatever, you know, uh-huh. but then uh-huh. if the story doesn't hit or you don't have the limelight of what happened, but see, that's the, that's the whole weakness. That's the thing. Right. That is the thing. And it's right. just, it's just really jarring. It's, yeah. it's like, it's crazy. But look at you admitting it. That is when we, that's when we start to walk in freedom. When we can admit it, when we can admit that, guess what? We're a sinner. We well, are. And, yeah. And the, we are. And, and it's okay. Thing, and the thing is, is like at, so I, today's my birthday. I'm turning 28. That's right. I had it in my notes. Happy no, birthday. No, I it's knew all, it. No, I yeah, knew it's it. All it's all good. So it's sorry. all good. Happy it's, birthday. It's thank you. It's crazy because it's like, okay, well, yeah, I'm 28 and there's one way of like, wow, I'm two years from 30. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then the other way is, Oh, well, you know, it, it's really just the beginning because it's all part of the process and we don't know how long we're here anyway. But yeah. as that three type, it's like, okay, well, you know, I wanted this by the time I was this oh. age and I wanted that. And then mm-hmm. so-and-so is doing this. And I mean, I'll, t- I'll tell yeah. you, like comparison is the thief of joy for the, for the achiever, man. That is just, that is, that is the one 
And, yep. and you, look, yep. whatever it takes, like turning social media off, I, like this is one of the things I've been working on is I really try to not look, if I'm going to post, mm-hmm. I'm going to post and they're sneaky, these apps, because they throw you right on this, the, your explore page or your, yep. your store or whatever pay, yep. you know, whatever it is, yep. the, the highlight reel or whatever of, of yeah. other people. And it's just like, you know, yep. so, um, yep. That's all other discussion, but yep. I, yep. This, this has just been really, really great. Let, let's, let's kind of throw quickly, it back. Yeah, please. I want to I quickly hit on something that you just, I actually wrote two sentences down when you said I turned 28 and it was twofold. I wrote two sentences down really quickly because I was like, this is probably what he was struggling with. What have I done? I've been here 28 years. What do I have to show for it? And then also... Where am I going? How much can I do? There's so much to do, right? And so I could see that struggle. And so I think for the three, today's your birthday. I think you need to stop and celebrate all your wins. Threes don't do that very well no, um, because they don't see their own wins. They don't think there's a win, but they keep going and going and going and they never stop and go, you know what? And I looked at what you've done. There's a lot of wins, you know, and I'm not trying to stroke your ego. I'm just saying, I looked you up and was like, oh, there's a lot for you to be proud of. And I think you need to stop and say thank you to the Lord and to yourself and going, okay, I've actually in these 28 years accomplished a lot, but then also go, okay, I'm 28. What are some dreams and goals and and desires do I have? You know, and I think you probably know, but just even go, okay, God, now I want to pray and make sure you're in all of those because then true success will happen. And that's what you're chasing. And right. that's why some things have probably not felt as successful at times where true success, true you. And I will say, and as a nine that goes towards a three and sometimes deals with comparison, um, I have found that all my growth, uh, you know, if you, if you look at numbers, numbers and stuff has happened when I said, I just don't care what everybody else is doing. Right. I have to stay in my own lane. And guess what? Some people are going to go, what the heck is she doing? But I don't care anymore. I literally right. had to lay it all down and go, okay, God, whatever you're calling me to do. And then all of a sudden, you know, I saw success and what people would think is success. My success is this conversation right here. This is success to me. The fact that you've had aha moments, the fact that I meet with people. I met with somebody this morning from Ukraine yesterday. Wow. They were in Aust- somebody from Australia. That's what I I, you know, but the thing is, is I wasn't there at the beginning. And so for you, I would just say today's your birthday, happy birthday. But I I would love to see you like, just go, Oh yeah, there's been some really great things. And then, okay, God, where are we going in this? Yeah. That's fantastic. Thank you for that. Mm -hmm. Appreciate it. I want to throw it back into your court. You've, you've got, you've got some incredible stuff going on in, in your world with the coaching and the website and, um, YouTube channel, stunning, great, just great Thanks. stuff. Super tight editing, super, just really, really good. Uh, the the Etsy journey, I think that's cool. <laughs> uh, have you? So are those customized? Uh, like that's pretty much your Stickers. design on this. Yeah, I just draw. Wow. Yeah, wow. I just, I think, um, and this is me tapping into the three, right? I'm like, okay. Uh, where should I, you know, I should be in the YouTube world because then I can teach and people, and as a nine, I don't want to market myself. That's marketing right there. Like I found the way to never have to market myself. I don't know 
It's the best way possible. God's dealing with me on that right now, but you know, like I could be on YouTube and then people hire me. I don't, you know, and then you move into, I think I started the Etsy shop a little over a year ago because I was like, you know, um, I stay at home and I want an income stream from multiple sources. And, and I, you know, I was like, everybody else is doing this. I could do this. Right. So I just started drawing and then I taught myself, which is insane because I was able, I actually had to stop the other day and just kind of like sit in this. Cause I was like, you know what? I really did figure out the, the printer you needed, the, the thing to cut the stickers, Etsy, I, I figured it out. Right. Wow. And so I'm like, okay, I figured it out. So now I sell stickers and there's an audience that wants their own type in a sticker form for their water bottle. So I was like, Oh, I'm going to get into, into that lane. Um, and then, yeah, the, what you said though, I just kind of want to hit on because you gave me a really big gift. You did. And you don't even know this. You said, Oh, your editing's really good. I do all of this. Yeah, it's no, it's great. My biggest struggle. You don't even understand the struggle. I am meant to have these conversations, yeah. not tech, not all this, like, okay, I have to figure out a camera. I have to figure out a microphone. I have to figure out lighting. I have to figure out editing. And you know what I'm saying? Like all of that is my struggle. Yeah. Um, but the fact that you said that, thank you for that. Oh yeah, no problem. It's great. I constantly compare myself and I try not to, but anyways. Um, but yeah, that's how I got into Etsy. Just deciding I'm going to throw my hat into it and see, you know, yeah. what that looks like. And I mean, the YouTube journey for you, social media in general, I have it as, as a, uh, as a bullet point here, cause it's quite important and we can, we can kind of touch a little bit on the entrepreneur uh, side of what you're doing, because it obviously is a, you know, it's a coaching business. Um, mm -hmm. What, what are your thoughts on that and merging it into, you know, cause there's a bunch of life coaches out there and it now mm -hmm. that's another trend in itself is there's a lot, yep. I mean, it's just like cropping up out of nowhere. I'm seeing these guys on TikTok. I'm seeing them all over the place. Um, your thoughts on that and, and authenticity uh, certifications, you know, maybe there's somebody out there who's interested in going down this path. Um, I'm yeah. throwing a lot of questions at you at once, but just, just, <laughs> uh, just giving you the space to kind of talk about it. Give us your thoughts and, um, your journey with it. Yeah. I would say, um, there's a lot of life coaches out there. There's a lot of Enneagram coaches out there. Um, when you're looking to hire one, I would say definitely, you know, I would love for them to be certified. And I just think that there's a, you know, you, you kind of need something you kind of can't, I think there is a trend right now where you just can read a book and think that you're certified. Um, and you know, that's definitely happening, whatever. But if you want to be certified, uh, there's a lot of great certifications out there. Now, when I got certified, I just wanted an online fast certification. I was like, okay, I know about the Enneagram. I've been studying it for a really long time. Somebody, I need somebody to give me a piece of paper. <laughs> so uh, lucky for me, I was able to reach out. And this is back before um, she was like really, really big. It's Beth McCord. She runs your Enneagram coach. She's huge now. But when I reached out to her, she was not as well known at least. And she was, a, I said, Hey, I don't want to wait for your class. Can, can I take, you know, take this without having to like, you know, it be like this long drawn out thing. Right. And she, she said, 
I think I had to like tell her what I knew about the Enneagram, kind of like prove myself. And then she went ahead and let me have the whole, buy the whole entire program and then just take it, you know, cause it's a, it's an online program. And I just did her entire program. And then at the end, you know, had to have some calls with her and obviously make sure I know what I'm doing to get certified. But um, nowadays you can't, I don't think you can do that. So, but I would highly recommend her program. It was great for me. She just covers everything. There's so much that Enneagram people think that, you know, oh, I just need to know about types and wings. I'm like, okay, well, we didn't even touch on today. Do you know your subtype? This is going to play huge into who you are. Do you know, do you show up into life? What, what's your first instinct? Is it self-preservation? Mm. Is it social? Is mm. it sexual one-to-one? Like those are instincts that play a big part into your life, you know? And then there's nine levels of health. Mm. And then, you know, then there's triads. You actually said something earlier that you said, uh, I could tell like you're extremely logical, Right. You're in a logical triad. You might not even know that the one, three, right. and five is in a logical triad. So there's so much right. to the Enneagram. So I would say, um, you know, finding a good program to be certified is important and to learn all of that, because then these kind of calls are super easy because you know, your stuff. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, I, I also have parenting on here. You are a parent, you know, um, I am a parent. Yep. and, and I'm, I'm curious to see when you started using the Enneagram in, in just parenting and how that helped. I'm not a parent. I'm single. So this really <laughs> isn't applicable to me now, but I will say at some point I def like this def if I have kids definitely going to get this going early. Uh, yeah. Your thoughts on it and just kind of your journey with that. Honestly, I love this question because I have a 21 year old son who's the type three wing four. Yeah. And I have a 18 year old son that is a type five. Um, we think he wings four, but you know, he's 18. We're still, we're still figuring this out. It takes, and time. It takes time. And I'm, you know, obviously I study this every single day, <laughs> but I want him to be on his own journey. Yeah. I want him to tell me. And that's the thing here, right? Even coaching. I never, ever tell people like, this is what you are because I'm like, only you study yourself. Like you really only know yourself. I just have good questions and and I know enough to unearth who you are, but, um, yes. So I have a type five and type three son. I started using the Enneagram in their lives, probably, um, beginning in high school. Uh, cause I don't, I didn't, I didn't want to put them in a box. Right. I didn't want to be like, well, this is what I see. Right. And so what I did is I had them both take a test and then they both, you know, um, uh, within their test, it had the top three, you know, I kind of had already known, but I wanted them again, I wanted them to be in this process and let me know. And, um, my type five, his actually top one was a type eight. His second was a one and his third was a five. Mm. And so, right. And that just shows you how much do we really know about ourselves at that age? Yeah. Not a ton. Right. Yeah. And so he was just kind of answering questions. And then, then we talked it through and he decided, Oh yeah, I'm a hundred percent of five. And so I would say bringing it in to understand your children is extremely important. You could do it way earlier without typing them. You can go watch for those motivations, watch for their why, why are, and then have grace and understanding for them. And um, one thing I love to teach parents is that it's not, we need to stop or how do I say this gracefully? Like, let's not project who we are on our children. Yeah. 
right? I don't, yeah. I don't have any nines. <laughs> Neither of my children are nines, right? right? I cannot project that they need to show up to life as a peacemaker. They don't. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, they don't care about peace at all, right? Yeah. And so, um, so it's like helping us to just not project this, even in our life with your friends and with relationships and stuff. Like, let's not project who we are and our expectations that other people would show up like a three, right? And so for marriage, like eventually, you know, relationships in your life, you'll get to understand people better. And I would say, it's so cool when we go, oh, that's your motive. That's your why in life. Okay. That's, you know, that's neat. Like I'm married to a type eight, completely opposite of me. He's a challenger. He's like, you know, he, um, everything is a nail and he's a hammer. You know, he's this like, oh, I challenge that, I challenge that. And I'm over here like taking the nails out. I'm like, no, 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 we're not getting anything. We're, we're, we're peacemakers here. Is that, right? is that, is that kind of like opposites attract then to a certain degree? For sure. And what, uh, what, love what it. I'm curious, what, um, what would, what would it be for the three? I was thinking it might be the two. What I As was an reading. opposite. Cause they're the, what are they? The helper or. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, okay. I'm going to say all types, right? Like, Oh yeah. And I, types, I had, I, I had that written down for you to kind of like do a little boom, boom, boom of all nine, but whatever that means for you, we don't need to be there all day, you know, talking about, yeah, it's impossible. Right. But I would say for the three, like, are you asking like, okay, what's a good combo or what's, um, cause like all types would be a good combo for you. I would say though, the helper would be a great one, you know, for a three, um, I see a lot of nines and threes. Um, I see a sevens and threes. So it's just going to depend on like, uh, the love, really the level of health. And then also here's a big one for relationships and this, like, I know you said you're single. So the next relationship you get into, um, definitely look at this first off, find your own instinct, find out why you show up to a life. Do you show up in a room? Are you like, is your first instinct, like your own self-preservation? Is it, mm, what's going on here? Where's the food? You know, you know, it's just all self-preservation money, all of that. Or is it social? Is it like, Oh, what's everybody else doing? I can kind of read the room, you know, different things like that. Or is it the sexual instinct, which is, um, I have this connection with one person. I'm drawn to this one person. I want the, or this one thing or whatever. So we're looking for that first instinct, right? And so for your three, life, how many categories is that? Is three. it three? Okay. Three for okay. each type and all of them are self-preservation, social, um, sexual, also known as one-to-one. Some Christians don't like it to be called sexual. <laughs> <laughs> so whatever you want to call it, um, cause it doesn't mean what it says, you know, it's just all yeah, about that yeah, one-on-one relationship. And so find out what that person's first instinct is because Mm -hmm. now you'll understand why they don't show up the way you do. Uh, You know, like I'm a social instinct. We, my husband and I go to a party. My first instinct is everybody in the room. How's everybody doing? I want him to do that, but he can't because he's not his first instinct. His first instinct is more of a self-preservation. He's more of like, Oh, there's the food. Okay. I'm going to go over there. And Oh, you know, it's like, I think I'm, I think I'm a (laughs) self-preservation. (laughs) <laughs> right. Right. And so, so, yeah. It's yeah. knowing that and then understanding that, oh, that's another reason why we're different. I think so. one of the, I think, I think it's more for me of like, and, and it could have been passed down from uh, one of my parents. I'm not going to say who, uh, I, <laughs> but my parents and I are very close. So it's, you know, we're, it's Love a really it. tight unit. Uh, <laughs> but just being raised with that mentality of, 
all right, what's going on here? You know, who knows who? Mm-hmm. Just all that business stuff, yep. you know, and I guess yep. in, in a way it is self-preservation it is self-preservation in a way because it's, you know, creating a win-win dynamic, right? Yep. Okay, yep. what's going to gel here? Where's their synergy? Let's see who we click with. Um, mm-hmm. Are there any threats? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, that's very true. You know. That's just very true. Like, whatever, you know. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh-huh. It's funny because, all right, so I'll just say it. My mom was military raised. Like, she, she, uh, my, my, my grandfather was in the Air Force, and then she was in the, in the, the Army for a, a long time and then was a nurse. So, um, has just really brilliant in that way. And I just, it's always those, like those things that stick with you for a long time. Like, you walk in a room, all right, we'll always know where your exit is. Always know, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. always be aware of what's going on in the crowd. And I mean, when you're raised with that, like it is what it is. Like it's that's that's mm-hmm. in every fiber of your being. And I got to say, I mean, it is it is good advice. Like it's yeah, it is. You know, it's like, you know, know where know where people are and, and having parents from New York, like my dad's from New York City. So all mm-hmm. that stuff, street smarts and, mm-hmm. you know, people mm-hmm. vibes, whatever. So anyway, yeah. that's pretty Well, that out. makes sense because those instincts are from your childhood. Those instincts right. develop because of your environment. So therefore for you to have, it sounds like maybe your mom was like, Hey, self-press here. We got to, you know, make sure we're self-pressing. And that ended up being your first developed instinct. You can have all three. Well, um, we it, want you it, to have all three. And, yeah. it, and it clashes because now I think this is pretty interesting from a, from a business standpoint, entrepreneurial standpoint and pandemic also throws something in there because you're not in as many environments where socially you're in the same room. Right. Right. But from the, from the place of, well, okay, don't talk to strangers. Okay. But then at at a certain age now, that's all about building a business or building a brand Mm is like pitching, Mm -hmm. reaching out, Mm -hmm. like go, 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 go. So then the, the three mind is like, okay, well, I've been doing this for tw- it was subconsciously. I've been programmed to be afraid of strangers, uh-huh. but now I have to go talk to a bunch of. So mm-hmm. it's just like, oh, great. Now I just mm-hmm. lost, you know, how many years because of, you know, I've been, and, and it's the same thing with whatever dating or mm-hmm. it's, it, it is a numbers mm-hmm. game to a certain degree. You got to put yourself out there. So mm-hmm. it's funny, those little things that are meant to keep you safe mm-hmm. end up really not keeping you safe later on. Because you're not, you know, it's just a thing. It's it's a different time. How are you? I mean, this might be personal. I'm just I'm interested in this, especially because I have a type three son. Um, vulnerability and dating. Like, are you able to just like put yourself out there? I I used to until I either got burned or burned myself because of inadequacy and not knowing what I was doing. So I've been working on that because, because then it gets to a point where it's like, okay, that's not going to happen again because that's way too painful and I don't need to go there again. Yep. So now it's, and uh, yeah, yeah. So then, and then you go through the whole thing of, well, I'm going to get really good at this Mm -hmm. because it's not Mm going to happen to me again. 
Mm-hmm. And it's good because you build skill sets. It's it's good. You learn about life. You learn about women, whatever. But then again, it gets to a point where it's achieving and it's filling a void and whatever. So uh, right. no, it's a great question. Thank you. I, I mean, I was very interested. Um, my son, I mean, like I said, he's 21, right? He had one relationship and it went bad and <laughs> it was a great relationship, but then it was, it, it just wasn't. And um, he, he's 21. He will not get back out into the dating scene. He says, they will have to come to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Bradley, that's not how it works. And he's like, nope, I'm not doing that again. I will never do that again. And I'm like, oh, geez. <laughs> so what does he do? So works full time, that... goes to school full time. And he has a piano in his room. He plays his piano. He literally fills his void. But that, no, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, because it's like, you know, failure. Who wants to deal with that? Yes. Who wants, who wants to feels. feel that? And I'm like, I'm just yep. now getting to this place where I can actually admit it. And it's, it's kind of like, then there's yep. a part of me is like, well, why couldn't you admit it earlier? You know, it's. Yep. Yep. You're like, dang it. I got it this is, hamster but then again, jersey on. Yep. You just why? have to go. Okay. Well, you were, you're on this journey, right? You're just on this journey. And the coolest thing is, is the three, when you're on this journey and you're going towards the healthy side of the six, because that's really where we want you going, um, you really start to take off the achieving masks. You reveal who you really are. You become um, extremely loyal, more focused. The coolest thing with the three, I see this in a lot of healthy threes, all of a sudden, they're team players. They're not, mm. they're not worried about their own success. Um, just the, I should say they're still, they'll always be about their own success, but now they want to bring people with them versus them just make it. And that is a really healthy three where it's like less competitive, more cooperative, more like, okay. And then also knowing like, okay, my accomplishments are Christ's accomplishments. It's, you know, it's like yeah. just understanding all of that. That's the growth path that the three goes towards. Well, the, and this podcast has been really enlightening for me and helpful with that. And it, and it happened just out of, um, I saw, you know, people ask me all the time, why did you start it? Blah, blah, blah. You know, congrats. You're over hundred episodes. And it started mm-hmm. in 2019 and it was really just from a place of the real root of it was I saw a void. Well, actually, so the real root was I wanted to give people a space that I wanted as an artist you know, to talk about what they, it's like, I would have loved to have, um, you know, 30 minutes or an hour to talk about what I do. And then there were interviews mm-hmm. where it was like, all right, well, it was seven minutes or 10 minutes. I couldn't really touch much on what I wanted to talk about. And then watching right. famous folks like Joe Rogan do it, mm-hmm. Howard Stern. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, well, that's cool. Like, uh, let me give that a shot. Let me try it. It's not like, there's really no ego in it. It was just like, all right, let me get the right equipment. Let me do what I need to do here. And mm-hmm. let's just see what happens. And then um, really fell in love with it. And I, it's, it's something that I look forward to genuinely. And then the other, I, I didn't realize, then I started realizing, okay, well, wow, this is actually a networking tool. Now I don't want to, I don't want to mm-hmm. use that for just a networking tool. I'm glad that I realized that, oh, this is a networking tool. This is phenomenal at building collaborations or whatever, because then you can swing to the other side of the pendulum and you're just doing it for that reason. So mm-hmm. the, the initial instinct was really, okay, 
I just want to do this because I would, it's like the golden rule aspect of it. And mm-hmm. here it is three years later and it's taking up a significant portion of my time. I believe in it. I, I mean, th- mm-hmm. this stuff, this is a success to me is to be able to sit here and w- we didn't know each other from Adam, you know, mm-hmm. I just sent my little pitch email video mm-hmm. thing and you know, here we are. And I mean, you've really enriched my life from afar just by putting your content out there. And then us having this exchange physically now, uh, that's amazing. And then if it, if it impacts somebody else, then that's, that's also, you know, fantastic. So, um, that's great. I want to say you're great at it. I watched some of your podcasts and I was like, Oh, he's really good at this. And And, it takes us a lot of person. A lot of people, a lot of people say that, and I never really did anything. You know, it's like, I, I spent my 10,000 hours behind the drum kit. I spent my 10,000 hours, yep. Yep. you know, being on stage and doing whatever and performing in front of countless venues in front of whatever, mm-hmm. um, yep. the recording process, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And this was just like, Oh, I'm just going to start it. And Oh, wow. You're really great at doing this. Uh-huh. It just, it's just weird because I was so used to, practicing and performing and all these aspects. So, um, I feel like from a, from the, the healthy going towards a healthy six in my life right now, currently, this is kind of a sanctuary for me with that. At least it's something where I know that it's creating that space for that to happen. And then maybe Mm -hmm. I can take some of those feelings and emotions and put them towards the more aggressive aspects of my life and dial it back. Okay. How do I make it more collaborative? I mean, I, there were, there were points in my career where I realized that I was just, I was doing things a certain way of doing them just to say that I did them. And I, I had my name on the credit of like all these things. And it's like, okay, well, mm-hmm. that's great. But so what, because are you making this to impact people? Or are you making it to just make a statement about what you can do? Mm-hmm. So that's, that's been a big mm-hmm. thing, big mm-hmm. season for me. And this, this, that's this good. show in itself without me realizing it mm-hmm. has helped me to, uh, you know, just especially the last month of learning about this stuff. It's like, oh, okay. The, no wonder why it feels healthy because mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. And I love the, the Joe Rogan style. Like that's really neat. I love it. I was like, oh, awesome. That's going to be a great podcast to be on. Um, but not only are you super gifted at this, and like you said, using this um, space to help others, like you said, that is very healthy for three, that you've realized that in your 20s already, that you're like, yeah, um, I'm going to, uh, yeah, whatever it's doing uh, for you, great. But the fact that you're bringing people along, oh, that's just the right place to be. And then also I'm like sitting here thinking of timing. I'm like, okay, right before COVID, right? Like maybe a year before COVID, like perfect timing. To me, it sounds like obedience. I almost wonder like the Lord called you to this. You were obedient in the right timing. I had a, uh, it's very profound. I had, I just graduated college. Um, I got my business degree. At, I graduated at 20, I guess I was 25 in 2019. I was performing, you know, putting out music, 
auditioning. I took a gap year when I was 18 to 19 for, to play, like to just yep. build, yep. build credits. And then I got my whole degree online. So it took, it took me about five or six years to do that. And then as soon as I graduated, for whatever reason, um, I don't know where, I think it might've been like graduation gift money from folks, um, family members, friends, whatever. And I had this little bundle of uh, checks and cash. And I was like, I, something just, I don't know what it was beyond the Holy Spirit, but I just had this real gut feeling of just buying a bunch of camera gear. And it, it, it was like, buy a bunch of camera gear. If you're, if you're going to start this podcast, start it right. Do, do multi-camera angles. Obviously, Zoom is Zoom. It's different. Yeah. This was pre-pandemic. Yep. So I have all the cameras here. Obviously, yep. I just did one yesterday with a good friend of mine here in person. Uh-huh. So just like, okay, here's the format. Go buy the stuff just go. And it got, and it turned to this thing and there was audio equipment too, that I got where I'm like, all right, why am I spending $3,000? Like why? And, and I was just like, but buying stuff, like it was nothing. It's mm -hmm. just one of those instincts. Mm -hmm. So you're right. Mm -hmm. Totally. Yeah. And you were obedient in that moment with not knowing your why little Noah moment, <laughs> build the, build the boat. Why? Right. Like you had, <laughs> we had no idea this was coming. Like, you know, I have a very similar story with YouTube where I had no idea. And now, you know, I'm able to just record myself and all my clients. Uh, I have no Arizona clients, which is crazy. Everybody's from around the world and Zoom helps, but it's like, it's in that moment with you. I could just see, and I don't know that you've stopped to really go, oh, that was an obedient moment that yeah. who knows where God has taken us and hey, where he's already taken it. Like you said, you have over a hundred podcasts out there. I went and looked, I was like, how am I going to how am I going to listen to all of these? There's so many You're podcasts not. out there, but <laughs> I, I, I was, haven't either, <laughs> but I'm and listening I've to through them. I have right. all of them. <laughs> right, right, right. right. And that's what I'm saying though. I'm like, I'm, I'm sitting here going, wow, at 28 years old, right. Three years ago, 2019, uh, almost four years ago, God called you to this and you said, okay. And you didn't even know, like, and so to me going forward, just know that's, that's the Holy spirit you know, yeah. calling you to who knows what the next thing is. And the coolest thing is, is that this is not just about you. And that's probably what brings the most joy to you. Yeah. It, de you it definitely, moments. And it definitely helps. Yeah. It, and when you sent me the YouTube video, which I've never had anybody do that, <laughs> I was like, this is the coolest thing ever. You know what I saw in your eyes? I saw joy and I was like, I want to meet with him. Wow. I have no idea what we're going to talk about. I don't even care what he wants to talk about. Like literally the joy and the life that came across through your eyes was enough for me. And so wow. I am thinking like, this is something huge for you and what you're doing that you probably don't even fully understand yet because of what you're bringing. And as a three, you're bringing this to the world. So. Wow. It's deep. It's deep. <laughs> it's true. It's because, true. And, and, and well, and the crazy thing is to hear a real now you're giving me a gift with that because the word joy is a big trigger for me. Um, I struggled with a lot of um, for various reasons. A lot of them were health prone uh, depression, you yep. know, and it's getting yep. to the point where I, I hit it for a long time. I didn't want a lot of people to know about it or I would pick and choose who I tell it to in like smaller 
or circles or one-on-one um, dynamics. Why? Because I was afraid of, you know, what people would think, like the the stigma or, wh- or whatnot. Um, yep. <clears throat> but it is one of those things where, yeah, like it's part of my story and a lot of other people have dealt with it too and anxiety and dealt and, and dealt with that, yep. you know, crippling. I mean, horrible. And that all goes back to some of the, those aspects that when you asked me, well, have, have you been shut down before? And I was like, oh yeah, multiple times. And those are heavy themes into why that happened. They were more of a, they, they were perhaps more of an after effect that lasted a really long time from certain instances, but they were, I'm, I mean, life altering, um, faith altering, but without them, I wouldn't have gone down this, the path that I've gone and I wouldn't be me. So, um, I don't know where I was necessarily going with that, but Oh yeah, the gift. I really appreciate you saying that because for me, I don't, I don't know. It's like the, where's the, and then as a three, now, as I learn more about this, okay, well, where is the thermometer or the barometer of joy? Where, okay. What is happiness? There was this other girl that I dated way back for a little, a little bit. And she was always talking about, you know, (laughs) the girl that these, I've, it's, it's funny. Now that I see it, it's like all these girls, it's like, happiness preaching happiness 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 happens like stop talking about happiness like i uh-huh. happiness is a choice like stop talking about it it's like all right well it, it is a choice but then that true joy of like being in the moment and doing what you're doing and it, it's just amazing looking back over the last 10 12 years of just it. so when you said that i guess what i'm feeling is okay well Somebody's seeing me genuinely happy. They're mm-hmm. feeling that. That's good information, you know, mm-hmm. and I need to follow mm-hmm. that until mm-hmm. something changes. But I really mm-hmm. thank you for letting me know that. I really appreciate it. Yeah. And honestly, the next piece to that is I actually prayed and asked God that my type three would have that kind of joy. I'm not wow. kidding you. I'm not making this up wow. because what I saw, I was like, and he's a three and I'm seeing that. Right. And my son, very similar little things that you've talked about. Um, But like, thank you for sharing that with me because it helps me even understand threes deeper because that's how I learn is knowing other types. I need to learn from them. I'll tell you that. I don't know how to explain without, I don't want to diminish what was said at all, but it feels like, and maybe this is a huge growth thing. Mm -hmm. That's, I feel, 2% of what I allow the world to say. The other 98% is what I have to live with. So again, that's why I'm saying how, how, as my camera like shuts off in the middle of this, uh, that's, that's how critical that is to hear that because just that 2% sliver can turn into the, the, the majority you know, um, I don't know how long it'll take, but it's just that, that that's enough to know, Mm -hmm. okay, here it is. And just do more of that. 
like whatever that is, just, just continue to do more of it. And, and I am because we're here. Yeah. Yeah. I can tell. I can tell like it's there and it, it really does take you believing it. Right. And I think three sometimes are, man, I've heard, I've heard my son say this. He's like, I just hate myself. And I'm like, Oh, I think sometimes threes can, you oh, know, and it's I, like, I've, that is that, I mean, yeah, that has been the loop for years and you don't realize it until you realize it. Um, another mm-hmm. big thing that I got into a little, well, not even a little bit, I, I got into it was, um, uh, and a lot of Christians may get whacked out about it, but no, seriously. I mean, affirmations, uh, mm-hmm. once you realize that, I mean, prayer in itself, scripture in itself is affirmations. I mean, you know, putting yeah. on the full armor of God, um, yeah. uh, you know, take any one of them, uh, trust in the Lord, with all your heart, all, your heart. I mean, all, all these scriptures that we, but it's like, in, it's like, all right, I learn it. I know it. I memorize it. I spew it out. But then to, to really take ownership of it and go, okay, well, no, this is my identity. But just yeah. to see how pragmatically, okay, it's an affirmation. Prayer is an affirmation. I can apply that to my life. I can say it and I can believe that subconsciously this is, this is how the wiring of me works. And I, I mean, I have seen results with it. And if you keep looping over and thank God for my parents, cause they've really given me, look, you get good programming, bad programming, things happen. But my, my parents have always been positive, you know, encouraging. And I mean, their parents, they got it from them. So that has a lot to do with it. But um, no, I, 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 I can, that. I totally relate. And when I was 21, God, like it was just, I was just feeling like I was starting to get a breath of fresh air around 22. I mean, 17 to 21 was really tough for me. Really, really Mm -hmm. tough. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, even like to 14 Mm -hmm. was, was difficult. Mm -hmm. Uh, So yeah, I, that's yeah. I'll pray for him too on my end. You know, we'll, we'll talk about it later, but yeah. um, Yeah. I, I appreciate you sharing that. Yeah, I appreciate you uh, being vulnerable and and telling me about your own journey because that definitely helps me understand him even better. And I'm I learn the enneagram every day, right? But to hear these real life things, yeah. it just helps me understand him even better and what his struggle really looks like, aside from what it, what we say it is on paper. So I really appreciate you giving me some insight into that. Yeah, of course. Um. Well, I mean, we've hit some really great stuff today. Is there future plans for you? What do you, how do you see this kind of, uh, and of course I'm doing this from a goal perspective. So don't, you know, (laughs) what's your goals, Hillary? Yeah. Where do you want to be in five or 10 years? Um, I don't even know tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So, you know, what, um, yeah, future plans, like where, where, how, how do you feel about this? And, and, uh, um, anything that, you know, is really tugging on your heart lately that, that you're willing to share with it? Yeah. Interesting. Uh, future plans with like Enneagram stuff, really just c- to continue doing what I'm doing. It's these conversations that keep me d- going because as wow. a nine, 
I want to stay asleep to my life. I'd much rather be watching TV all day. I'd much rather be reading a book. I'd much rather be escaping my own life. It's easier. There's no conflict there, but God does not allow that. I am fully awake. Therefore, showing up to my own life daily is a goal. Showing up to the YouTube world, showing up to the Instagram world, all of these things, if if I'm being honest, it's hard for me. And I do it to be obedient and to know like these conversations and this kind of stuff is what makes it all worth it. I wish there's so many times I've wished I was an actual three because I'm like, dang, if money could motivate me, if success could motivate me, I would be like so far. Um, There's another Enneagram YouTuber out there that is a type three. You've probably watched her videos, Enneagram with Abby. And I'm like, dang it. She is a three. So she like, I'll see her and we're friends and uh, I'll see her late at night working. I'm like, how do you, I can't do that. I literally can't do that. And so anyways, um, as far as like future plans, I'm actually going to pivot here because, you know, I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing in this world and coaching. And I'm actually full right now for coaching clients. And so, um, that's been pretty good. God bless that. It's great. It's totally great. You know, I'm, I'm just like really thankful for the platform God has given me. And honestly, the coolest thing is I not even like, I would say 80% of people that hire me are not even Christians. And it's so cool to have that kind of, um, space and just, you know, go, Hey, I am a Christian, but this is space for you. You know, like we're not, I'm not here to, um, no agenda. um, no agenda, no beating them over with my beliefs. I'm just like here to love and, and hear and listen. And, um, God's opened some really, really cool doors with people that I actually was like, Oh no, no, no. I don't want to take that client on. But now like one of them, she's an astrologist and God has just really given me such a love for her and for, you know, this, this journey that she's on and everything. So that is good coaching Etsy shop, all of that. I'm kind of like, you know, um, just doing the same thing, but the, the pivot piece that, nobody sees coming is my husband and I, okay. Our kids are adults, right? We, we have adult kids now, which is crazy, but we do. And we bought a van and we started a YouTube channel with, and it's like a van life channel. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's the van with the house inside of it. And we just went live in July and we're almost monetized. It's growing so much nice. faster than my other channel did, but it's like real life. We're just showing up to our real life and vlogging what it's like to own a van, to live in, you know, to, we, we own, we live in a house, but we travel in it. <laughs> and so the next piece for our journey is we're actually going to drive in the end of January to Baja. Oh, wow. And there's this huge van meetup. It's the weirdest thing. Okay. I'm 40. <laughs> it's like I'm a van 42. convention. It is. It is. It's so this cool. huge van convention in but Mexico, I, I guess, so right? In in Mexico. <laughs> but the the weirdest thing is, is my husband and I are like, you know, we're in our early forties. This is it, it's such a different timer than most of the van people are in. Right. But we feel called to this whole community. Like, there's something in my heart that I'm like, I love, the, and they're so different than us. But I love this community. We watch their YouTube channels. And so, yeah, that's what's on the horizon for us is just kind of continuing that channel also alongside of my YouTube one or my Enneagram one and seeing what happens there. That's great. That's awesome. 
I have a I have a soft spot for the vans and the RVs and the buses be, and whatever you know because it's like touring and you know playing different places, different states. Um, it's a thing. Like it's a mm-hmm. it's a culture. You know whether mm-hmm. you whether you're doing mm-hmm. it as a performer or you're just doing it to travel. I love I love traveling. Maybe it's yeah. the artist in me. Um, yeah. You know that just I love. I love, well, actually it's probably the achiever too. Cause I, I I'll take any type of stimulation and turn mm-hmm. it into something, which mm-hmm. is fine. Uh, yeah. But I, I really, I, there's nothing, there's nothing quite like going to a new spot, getting a feel for it. Just having that experience. Um, I love, I think you said you're in Arizona. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love, I feel so, so uh aligned for whatever reason out west i don't know why but i really like arizona i really like california southern i mean it's just beautiful um it's there's something about the open space and the mountains and um Mm -hmm. the heat's crazy but at least it's dry heat over here in the carolinas it's very very humid you know so it's sticky it's disgusting um, the weather's up and down. It's really wild. Yeah. You know, but. Yeah. I hear you. Yeah. We love Arizona. The heat is intense, but like we always tell everybody, if you move here, just get a pool. If you have a pool, you're fine. As long as you yeah. swim during the summer, you're fine. And it's dry. That's the other thing. It's, it's, yeah. it's 110, 115, 120, but it's like 10, 15, mm-hmm. 20% humidity. And uh, I was there with a black, I was there with a black shirt and jeans on. I was like, man, what, what's the temperature? You know, it was 98 degrees. I'm going, it feels like it's 80. It doesn't, yeah. it, it's just, it's just different. It yeah, doesn't sweat it, it is. It is. Yeah. And I can see you at West coast. I can see that. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. I'm into I'm, it. Uh, one of my yeah. friends is really trying to get me to move out there towards uh, he's out in Avondale. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see. I don't know. It's, it's like, again, I can't even make life decisions without a pro and con list and like, all right, fine. Like financially is this, yep. I mean, so yep. one, I don't know. One of these days I might just snap and go, you know what? I'm showing up with a duffel bag and let's mm-hmm. just see what happens. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah. If you can lay down the whole, like, okay, am I going to lose money by doing this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I still, that's going to take some time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this has been awesome. I yeah, really, really have enjoyed this. Um, one thing I like to do at the end is I call it the shootout section. I just say a word or phrase that's related to the guest and you just fire it back. Like one oh, word that comes to mind. Uh, scary. <laughs> you know, so I guess every type nine thinks this is scary for some reason. Yeah. So I'll have to go back and find out who said this is scary. And then they're all type nines because I've seen this. Probably because it's like, what? I've seen this trend like where, you know, some people think it's really fun. Some people are indifferent. Some people go, oh, that's scary. Like, it's the same thing every time. Oh, that's scary. It's like, all right. So we've had at least like 10 or 15 type nines on this show. Because, uh-huh. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So well, let's uh, try it, though. Yeah. Uh, Arizona. Fun. Enneagram. Life changing. Coaching. Forward moving. That's good. Social media. Exhausting. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll get out. I'll tell you when it comes to social media, I definitely go more towards or whatever the nine. Yeah. For me. Um, yeah. I, I can. And I, I sometimes really can do that. Uh, YouTube. Hmm. Goodness. Um, hard. Wow. Wouldn't even, wouldn't even recognize that from looking mm-hmm. at your channel. Uh, video. Um, encouraging. It's good. There's no right or wrong answers. I just right. <laughs> faith needed. Yeah. Psychology. I love it. Emotions. Scary. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the last one. That I say to everybody, pizza. Amazing. That's a good one. That's a good Love one. Love it. And this is the last question I ask everybody on the show, which is if you could go back in time to your 15-year-old self, knowing what you know now, what would you tell her? Oh, wow. I would tell her that step into who you really are. Be confident you are amazing people you are needed in people's lives and to really to show up and be who you were meant to be and stop being the wallflower and stop being um, the person that, you know, lets everyone walk all over you and Mm. just step into that, that confidence and of who you are, because, you know, for me to be here today and people are so shocked I'm a nine with what I do in life, it's taken a lot of faith, a lot of confidence and a lot of belief in myself and, and quieting the noise of others, you know, or what I perceive from others and just saying, no, I am only going to walk forward in what God's calling to me to do, even if it's scary. And that's why I said, YouTube's scary. And all of these things are for a nine. It's really hard because everything I do can cause conflict. And that is something that's extremely hard for me and for a nine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I got to say, I think I said it earlier, your YouTube and online presence is, is just like, you sure you're a nine? Like, <laughs> that's what I was like. And again, I'm not as well versed Thank in this you. as you are, but yeah, but that is a real testament to growth. As mm-hmm. you said, like that's, yeah. Yeah. that is a, a culmination of, you know, hard work and pressing in and then God, like that's, you know, that's just what I see. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. And you know how I know I'm a nine? Cause I didn't shoot my shot until almost 40. <laughs> <laughs> I would have done it in my early, if I was a three, I would have been like 18 years old. Well, I'm going to try this. Right? right. I didn't right. know failure was an, an option. And so waiting till really my mid thirties. So I know like I had to fight all those demons and all of that doubt wow. to, to pick it up and to move forward. But once I did, I saw, you know, um, the why, why God was calling me to this, but yeah. So thank you. I take all your words and I, I really receive them. Um, they're extremely important to me and I really receive them because, you know, it is why I do what I do, but I don't always, I, I, you know, can, um, forget my why sometimes. So thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you too. Uh, Enneagram and coaching.com. 
Uh, this yep. has been with Hillary McClaskey and really this has been awesome. Uh, tell folks if they're driving, listening and not with a screen in front of them right now, um, where they can find you beyond the website, Instagram, YouTube handles, maybe an email, um, whatever you like. And the van, the, uh, the sure. van vlog as well. <laughs> the van, the van we'll, vlog. We'll post it down below in the description box. Oh yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. So I'm in the van vlog. It's called, my last name is McCaskey. And so our van channel is called Van Caskey, which is kind of dumb, but it's caught on already. So we're just keeping it. Um, so and that's all you'd need to do, uh, for YouTube, um, for that channel, for my Enneagram, um, channel on YouTube, you can either type in Enneagram and coaching or my name, Hillary McCaskey, both ways lead to me email, um, hello at Enneagram and and Instagram Enneagram and coaching. There's a theme here. That's all the places I think you can find me. It's not this kind of stuff. I'm like, uh, yeah, I think that's everywhere I am. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, it's great uh any last words you know what um happy birthday oh thank and you and thank you for having me on here and i really hope that everybody who was listening today um was able to put themselves in your shoes and and this process and think about their own journey and what that looks like and think about how the enneagram can help them grow and understand each other better and so i thank you for providing this um, opportunity and platform and space for me to meet with you. And I just felt like what a God connection yeah. and what a divine thing that I um, thank you for providing and reaching out to me. It was really cool. Thanks for, thanks for accepting. And it's been fantastic. Thank you so much. Yeah. Well, you guys have been watching and listening to the Jason Amico show. Feel free to uh, subscribe if you haven't. And for those of you that have been with us for a while, this is the Jason Amico show uh, official YouTube channel. If you're watching this, um, we've started posting on there in the last couple of months, migrating over from the other Jason Amico channel. So if you are not subscribed to this, you will not get the updates of these new episodes. So, uh, We'll see you guys on the next one. Peace.